Mic check. I was gone for a month without a solo episode. So I apologize that I didn't have one when I should have a couple weeks back. And um, I was going through a pretty bad uh, spat mentally. Um, I haven't fully gotten past it. It's gotten a little bit better, but it was just really, really rough. Um, I can't even remember. I don't think that, uh, that Shmeev and I recorded that week when we were supposed to. But, um, yeah, it's just, um, I was having a lot of, a lot of shit bother me and I didn't want that to translate into a less than stellar episode. And so, uh, I just decided it would be better to not have one. Uh, with that, I have a lot more to uh, talk about now. Um, I think I took some notes about a half hour ago and, uh, hopefully, hopefully I'm getting uh, everything that I want to say out. So again, I do apologize um, for for the lack of an episode. If if anybody actually was worried about that, um, but I thank y'all for understanding. Um, that said, I don't know if there's going to be any episodes of Mike Check in April. Reason being, there is going to be an episode of Juggalo Judgment every week, but it's a surprise as to why. <laughs> so. <laughs> keep your eyes, uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, there's a couple people actually watching this right now because I'm currently uh, streaming this as I'm recording. Um, Twitch.tv at x the original scjx. So this might be a thing from now on where I can record uh, and and stream as I'm doing so. So if anybody's interested, this might be a thing, and I'll obviously tweet ahead of time like I did today. So. Let's jump into some stuff. I've had, I don't know how many packages come in in the last uh, month, um, except the number is more than what's on one hand, more than what's on two hands, more than likely. Uh, first off, um, I finally got my low-key order in. I think I mentioned before that I had uh, placed an order on low-key's site back on Black Friday, and they got slammed with orders. Um... And I know that one of the reasons why a lot of the stuff was delayed was because of the masks. Um, for, for any of y'all that don't know, Loki does uh, these uh, sick-looking uh, latex masks. And typically, I've, I've seen him do this a couple times where the, uh, the masks were like half off. And normally they're like 100 bucks. But then he had a like, super special uh, set that were shadow masks. They were like all black. And your boy um, ordered three of them because they were $20. I said, that is fucking crazy. So I ordered three of them with uh, with a number of CDs, and they finally came in. Um, actually, I think it was a couple days after this episode. The last episode should have gone up. But um, they're sick. Um, so if anybody's a fan of Loki and has never ordered one of his masks and wants to, go ahead. If, if you've got the, the spare coin to do so, do it. I plan on getting one of the regular designed ones in the future. Um... He's got uh, the Loki Thulu, which is the, one of the ones I got, which might be my favorite that I got. Lots of different, like, visual designs on it, and one of them looks like Venom. So I might, uh, in the future, if I have the spare change, might go that way. So, just something I wanted to point out. Loki, your your stuff is sick as fuck. And I'm still listening to Eyes of Parasuva. That, that album's really good. 
let's see. I'm going to save this story for a little bit later. I have a fun story that's, that's still kind of developing. So I'm going to say that. I have notes written here, so that's what I'm looking at. Uh, let's take a look at some, some music that's come out recently that I've actually peeped. And uh, whether I've enjoyed it or not, um, we'll see. Uh, Alazola Lou released a new track with Ritz. Um, I don't have the, the track names up here. <laughs> I really, really suck for that. Um, it is a very, very somber, slow song. Actually, part of it is in the beginning of one of the other tracks that was on Axe's uh, newest album, The Mausoleum. So it's kind of cool how it all ties in. Um, I've said many times before that Ritz is one of my favorites um, in the game right now. Um, one of the few who, despite leaving one of the, you know, quote-unquote major underground labels, is still doing very, very good on his own. Um, Alazolu had one of my favorite records of, uh, of 2020. And, um, yeah, they did, they, they did a really good, um, a good track together that, um, I've listened to a number of times since it, it dropped. It's what I needed. It's what I needed to hear. Some good shit. Um, let's see. The new Gibby Stites. Uh, Gibby Stites' uh, debut EP dropped on Magic Ninja. I don't believe that I got to talk about that one. And um, for nine tracks, it's very solid. It might be one of the standout like debuts um, that MNE has had so far in, in what, God, MNE's been around for, what's, we're going on seven years now, I think. I think officially Magic Ninja, um, started up in 2014. Um, I could be wrong, but still. This is the thing, Gibby is young, and he has potential. I think that there's a lot of people who are starting to write him off as being just a, another person who raps okay. Maybe that is the case, but I think it's too early to tell. The new record is flooded with Jamie Madrox, which I think was to be expected because Madrox is basically taking Gibby on um, as a protege, which is fine. I'm okay with that. Um, yet one of my favorite tracks on the, the record was one that didn't have Madrox on it at all. Um, I think it was called Bad Company. I think I think that's what it was. Um, stand out track to me. Not to say that the stuff that featured anybody else was bad. Uh, there's a track that also features uh, Boondocks and Blaze. Dope shit. Again, I think it's early to, to tell, but like what we're seeing of him, and plus he's been releasing videos every uh, every week on his YouTube, uh, some of them being like freestyle type, like one take tracks, and they're good. I think that we, um, I think we have a lot to expect with Magic Ninja nowadays, but I think we just got to give it time. So Gibby, dope shit on your first EP on, on Magic Ninja, man. Looking forward to, to what else you can come up with. Um, that said, I did not get the sweet Yu-Gi-Oh card. I was bummed about that, man. I really wanted it. I wanted to put it in my side deck. <laughs> Had an album come in, uh, what was it, like early last week, late the week prior? You ever order something and you fucking forget about it? Because I did. Back in November, I think it was, uh, Mr. Gray was promoting a, a new record that he was making on his own. 
Mr. Gray of, uh, of Gorilla Voltage. And um, you basically just had to send him, a, like just PayPal him um, the money for the, the CD or the CD and shirt combo. There was no track or no track list, no date listed, none of that. And <laughs> started to forget about it. Um, I actually saw somebody on uh, on Twitter. Uh, I think it was Rev Leviathan. Uh, post that they got theirs in. I think it was Rev Leviathan. But anyways, uh, they got theirs in. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I totally forgot about that thing. And then the next day mine popped up. <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. And I like Gorilla Voltage. And I think Mr. Gray has an incredible voice. I really, really like his his style of rap and his singing. He's got like a metal voice. Like it's it's good. This is a fucking weird CD, yo. I don't I don't understand what he was going for, but it is just bonkers off the wall. And that's not a bad thing. It's different, which is okay, but I guess it wasn't what I was expecting. Part of it sounds like it's like you'd expect it in like Sons of Anarchy in a weird way. It has a, a kind of like Western but kind of indie vibe. I don't I don't really know how to describe it. I'm probably describing it wrong and that's fine. <laughs> but it's called uh, Righteous Devil. If you're interested, go ahead and check it out. It, it is available for streaming. He didn't even promote that it was out. That's the other thing, too. Dude did not promote anything. His Literally, his last post on his Instagram was from November saying that, you know, oh, yeah, you can order it. It's, you know, send me money. <laughs> Limited pressing. Okay, good job. But come on, man. I don't know. I'm not saying negative things about, like, how it was made or anything like that. Because he did everything. He did the, the production. He did the instru uh, instrumentals. Everything. And it's, it's like, you know, guitar, it's, it sounds like he's got a full band with him, which is cool. But, I don't know, the execution's just weird. <laughs> uh, if you want to, if you want to understand, like, what I'm saying, obviously, you can go ahead and stream it and check it out, but, um, the final track, Best Halloween Ever, I think was probably the, the one that stood out to me the most, so I'd say go ahead and check that out, and then you get a feel of what the rest of it's going to sound like. The next thing I got on my list is Intrinsic, Lasers and Poison. I've heard of Intrinsic for ages. First heard of Intrinsic way back on Tunnel Runners with the Song of the Cavalry. And I've always wanted to listen to more of him. I actually have uh, like two or three of his CDs, and I've got a crap load of the Underground Hustlin' records that I've never really listened to. Um... But this was being put out on the Welcome to the Underground imprint, which, cool. Um, I feel like that is just like a loose affiliation. Like, for some reason, Welcome to the Underground is, I think, supposed to feel like Hatchet House, but it's not. Because Hatchet House, to me, felt like it was still like, you're on Psychopathic. You're just not full Psychopathic, but it, I don't know. Welcome to the Underground seems like it's supposed to be blatantly distanced from Magic Ninja. And I don't know how I feel about that. Right now, we only have, what, three people who have released stuff on there. Um, 
as far as like new projects, and that's Red, Oh the Horror, and now Intrinsic. So they're not officially Magic Ninja Entertainment, and I don't know why, but okay, fine, whatever. This album is great. It's great. I've listened to it a handful of times already, and I, I just started listening to it um, actually like three, four days ago. And it's really fucking good. And if you like new metal, that's what this is. If you like Limp Bizkit, but it's kind of tuned down, I think is a bit what I want to say. I don't I don't really know how to how to put it. It's not your it's not your typical new metal. Um actually, in a way, I'm heavily reminded of Head PE. Um stylistically and also lyrically. There is a lot of like social uh like socially conscious uh lyrics on here and um yeah, yeah, um, that's it's definitely something that I've been very pleased with, but very, very uh, surprised about, um, which I'm, I'm okay with. I, I've been enjoying it a lot. I'll probably get even more listens in um, recently. Um, I'm going to point out a couple tracks that stand out to me real quick. Uh, Dinosaurs, fantastic. Um, what else is there? Losing My Mind, which features Twisted on it, but Twisted is only like sparingly on it. I think it's Madrox on the hook, and Monoxide does this little interlude in the middle, which is which is really weird. Um, and uh, what was the other one? Oh, Try to Stay Alive is another fantastic one. So, yeah, um, highly recommend the uh, the other stuff. Good head PE. Sorry, disregarding. <laughs> this is all getting left in, but uh, yeah, I'm trying not to acknowledge the chat that I have up here because I want to wait until there's any. Um, questions until the end and I'm not cutting this so that's what you just have to deal with so intrinsic dope as hell I'm actually potentially going to like send this forward over to Roach Coach because I think that this is one of the like new new metal albums that they should take a look at um so what else do I have on here Ritz White Jesus, 10th Anniversary Edition came out. I have not listened to it yet, but I got it. Got it in like three or four days ago, and then I got another package today. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, well, I didn't get it. I was supposed to get it yesterday. But the problem was is it didn't get delivered because I apparently owed postage. And I'm like, why do I owe postage on something that I didn't even anticipate? And they sent me a little cardstock um, that was autographed of the White Jesus cover. And I was like, well, that's cool. I'm so thrilled I paid another 520.01 for this. I didn't expect it, but whatever. But I haven't listened to it. I have listened to, um, obviously, the original White Jesus revival. Well, not the original, but the White Jesus revival that he had put out, which I saw the physical copy from when he got signed to Strange. So I've listened to that for, you know, ages and ages. So there's only a couple tracks that I think are different on this one. Um, it is cool, though, because this is the original version of White Jesus. Whenever Ritz put out the White Jesus uh, Lucy's 
um, volumes which were available to stream, he could not have the title track on there because there was some kind of sample that wasn't able to be cleared. And so even when he put the physical White Jesus Lucy's volumes one and two compilation that had everything, still didn't have White Jesus on there. And that track is awesome. Like, that is one of the tracks that got me checking him out. So, um, glad that this has it on there. And I have finally a good quality version of it. And when I say good quality, I am pointing out the fact that I have been re-ripping all of my underground music for the last fucking, what, three weeks now or so. All of my Psychopathic and Magic Ninja stuff has been ripped in ALAC format, so it's very high res. So thank God, and now I don't have to worry about ripping any more stuff for Juggalo Judgment. It's already done. <laughs> we are set for the next, I don't know how many freaking years, um, you know, unless, you know, my shit craps out on me and then meh. So, sorry, Shmeef. <laughs> what else did I get in? Weejin Baby E, they released a CD. No, I haven't touched it yet. It has not been a priority for me. I'm being completely honest. I've heard good things about it, but I haven't... I haven't just... cared <laughs> to listen to it yet. Um, again, buying these CDs that are freaking 20 slash $27 if you want it signed. Um for something in a goddamn cardboard sleeve really pisses me off. I really don't like it. Let's see. Yellow Wolf and Caskey. The Yellow Wolf slash Black Sheep album. I also got that. I also have not listened to it yet. <laughs> this is the problem. Don't buy a bunch of stuff that you can't get, you know, actually take care of and listen to or whatever. Don't buy a bunch of movies if you're not going to just watch them. These are problems. These are real-life problems. First world ones, mind you. But still problems nonetheless. I'm going to point out that Oh the Horror from Welcome to the Underground label has a TikTok. And it's cool. They've been doing a lot of covers recently on there. Just short, like, 30, 45-second videos of them covering stuff. And they're really good. I think I pointed out before that they did a cover of this song called Tears of uh, Tears of Gold, and it's awesome. And they also did another uh, a new original track called uh, Dead Inside. I didn't point that out. That track is fucking great. It's less heavy than what their first album was, and I like that direction. I like it has like only a little bit of screaming, which is something that I can deal with in spare amounts. But there's something about it that's just a lot more appealing to me, and maybe it's a more mainstream sound. If so, maybe that's just what I'm looking for with that style of music. But that's also what their little cover videos have been like on TikTok. And they're good. If this is the direction that they're shifting into, I'm fine with this. They do have another song coming out um, in a few weeks. But I haven't heard uh, any snippets. The M&E hasn't posted any of them yet, so no idea what it's going to sound like until we get there. Who knows? We also have new tracks uh, anticipated for ROC and Lex the Hexmaster, so I think those are going to be out uh, in April. Which, to point out, April is typically uh, Fam Appreciation Month from Magic Ninja, so... Um, 
Who knows what's going to happen there? Nothing's really been announced yet, but we do have, you know, uh, what, another 10 days before we get there. So we'll see what happens. And uh, one more song that I just listened to, literally uh, about 20 minutes before I started recording, was the new uh, Darby O'Trill uh, track called Terrorize. Um, I was told to listen to this by Young Strife, one of our one of our dope listeners. They've given us props before on the socials. It's normally not my style, but you know what? It's dope. And Young Strife directed the video. Also, very dope visuals. I liked how the dude wore a corn shirt and then a Limp Bizkit shirt. And also a Riddle Box jersey. <laughs> and also, I think, a Jekyll Brothers jersey. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, it's it's normally not the style that I that I listen to. It's it's in a similar vein of something like Ouija Mac, which would make sense. It was produced by Devereaux. I think Devereaux's a good producer. Um, some of the stuff just come off as samey, and so I wasn't really in a rush to listen to any of that stuff. But this is a little bit different. It's got a little bit more um, bounce to it, and I liked it. So go ahead and check that out. I don't know uh, if, if Darby O'Trell has a lot of like physical stuff, but I'm not opposed to buying a physical album of somebody and supporting it. So, yeah. So that's all the music that I've listened to recently. Now, let us point out some new stuff that's going to be coming out. March 5th, that was a few weeks ago. You know what came out that day? Not Yum Yum Bedlam. <sighs> At least we were told a couple days ahead of time that Yum Yum Bedlam was not going to be released on time. But come the fuck on. Stop announcing dates if you don't have it ready. I'm tired of it. I really am. We finally, finally, midway through February, got Yum Yum's Lore and the House Party EP. Um, so, did we assume that Yum Yum Bedlam was still going to come out on the 5th? Some of us did. No, it wouldn't. There was no fucking way. I am tired of just, just stop announcing dates. Just say you're working on it. Give us a date whenever you've sent it forward, ready, mastered, done. Because right now, we have no anticipated release date. And all it's going to do is piss people off. Frankly, I, I just don't care. If it comes out, Anytime soon, great. But I'm not holding my breath. And it's it's just whatever. There's more stuff about Psychopathic in a little bit. Moving on. Twisted announced that they are going to release another album this year. So let's 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 take a step here. 
We got two full LPs by Twisted last year. We got Mad Season back in, uh, what was it, April? It was March or April. And we got Revelation in December. I think that's what it was. We also got the Songs of Sam Hain EP, which was, you know, it was a Twisted EP, but it featured, like, everybody on the label. And we got For the Fam 3. That's a lot of music, as is. We already knew that we were going to be getting, um, what's it called? Unlikely Prescription, I think is what it is, uh, which is like the new like rock album. That got pushed. It was supposed to be in December. Then they said first quarter, and now they're saying summer. However, they've at least told us that well ahead of time. That's fine. I'm okay with that. But we're getting another record called Electric Lettuce. Monoxide said on a Facebook Live that he pointed out that they hadn't done like a weed project in a while. And so we're going to get Electric Lettuce. And it is going to be all new weed songs. New! New songs. It's not going to be a compilation. It's not going to be another you know, chronic collection or a cryptic collection, you know, bongs and blunts, where it's just, hey, these are the weed songs that we had in our old records. Great. I'm okay with that. Give me new music. Twisted is one of the few groups that no matter how much new music you give me, I am okay with it. That's the case with Twisted. It's typically the case with ICP. Um, fuck, who else? Most people, I imagine, that's how it is for me. Like you, you say you're gonna give me new shit. Yeah, give me that. Give me that new. I'm okay with it. So we're getting a new twisted album called Electric Lettuce on 420. Also on 420, Alazululu with Necronomicron two. Necronomicron was originally released, I think, in 2017. I don't remember. 2017, 2017, I don't. I don't know. It was before they got signed to Magic Ninja. I think it was the year before they did. Um, we've already got uh, the track "Smoke" just came out. Um, that was actually this week, I believe. And there's another snippet for, I think it's called "Alternate Dimension" with Blazer Dead Homie. That is actually a sequel to a track that's on the first Necronomicron album. Again, Alizolu had one of my favorite records last year. It was in my top five. So I'm okay with more stuff. Weed album, okay. Y'all can y'all can smoke for me. That's okay. Also coming out on 420, new Cottonmouth Kings record. Do many people care? That's the question. Because they were hyping that Cottonmouth PTB uh, demos CD. They were like, there's only 500 physical copies, and they're going to go quick. They're still up. Still selling them. At first, they weren't even selling them by themselves. They, they, you had to buy it with like a flat and a shirt. It was like 40 bucks. And then there was like another thing. I don't remember what it was, but it was more expensive than that. And now they're selling the CD on its own. And my concern is I don't even know who's officially in Cottonmouth Kings now. I think it's just 
D-Log and Johnny Richter, which is Kingspade. So I don't know what you're going to have for the rest of it because you got no Daddy X. Saint Dog, unfortunately, passed away. Dirtball is doing his own thing. So is it just D-Log and Richter? Because I don't know. It's also not being officially pointed out by uh, put out by Suburban Noise. This is going out on Cottonmouth King's like personal imprint, which so be it. That's fine. Um, the quality of it better be um, much higher than Kingdom Come. I think that was the last uh, last record because that was trash, and I fucking hated that record. I know there's a lot of people who enjoyed it because it had Saint Dog back. I did not like it. Maybe maybe time will change my mind on that, but fuck, I did not care for that record. So be it. So all of those coming out on 420. Blaze it. Nothing else that I know about uh, as far as records coming out, but... ICP's Patreon. It's March. It's not going on. But that's because it's every other month, fools. So April, we have another month of the ICP streams. I did not watch a single one from February. Not a single damn one. I, I, I paid I paid 60 bucks, 66.50 for, I don't know. The thing was too is, uh, I think that they had said before that uh, there was supposed to be some kind of like physical gift for February, but I don't think they ever said what it was. So I don't think that we're getting one. Okay, fine. Deal with it. Uh, that said, oh, that is another thing that I want to point out too was people were getting their um, their gift bags from uh, October and December and either getting multiples of things, which I heard uh, actually one of our listeners got two of everything, lucky them, and uh, people who were missing stuff. Um, I know somebody who had subscribed to both both months and they didn't get the October EP. Um, Psychopathic was starting to get that sorted. They sent out emails to everybody and they said, you know, hey, if you didn't get your things, um, give us this info and, you know, we'll get it to you as soon as we can. I don't know if they've started to actually send that stuff out to people. I hope that they do. I really hope they correct that because, hey, you got to follow through these promises. So I was lucky. I got my stuff in. You know, no uh, no issues. But um, we are getting, for the April Patreon, we're getting more streams. Uh, I think it's every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. So just like they have been. Um, we are getting the second of the uh, Ultra Live Monster 5 shows, which I think is the prom queen, uh, the, the, the prom show thingy thing. Um, so this is coin two. So if you've subscribed to the Patreon for just these two months, if you did for October and uh, for April, you're two-fifths of the way there. I'm curious with how long COVID could go, are all of these shows going to be just streamed and everybody who subscribed to the Patreon this whole time is just going to have all five, uh, all five coins? I mean, I feel like one of these has to be physical, it's, and it's going to have to probably be the last one or whatever it is so that people can you know turn in their coins to get their sweet Juggalo ID badge. But 
who knows what um what they're actually going to do with it. Um, I remember that they said the fourth one was supposed to be um, what they say it was going to be. Uh, it was in West Virginia, I think is what it was, and it's like five hours away from from me. And uh, I was going to find a way to go because. It'd just be cool to do that one show. I think it was going to be like JCW wrestling us up there. But, yeah, I was very surprised that, you know, only six months after the first coin, we're getting the second one. So, that's two coins that I got. And if I can't go to the other um, the other ones, if they're going to be physical shows, uh, your boy's going to have some stuff to sell. So, if anybody needs those first two coins, hit your boy up. We're also getting, which I'm a little bit meh about this, we're also getting Fearless Fred Fury, the Fury Edition, I believe is what it was called. And it is going to be Fearless Fred Fury, Flip the Rat, and a bonus third CD, which is going to have more tracks that were made during the Fearless Fred Fury era. This is two years, only two years after... Fearless Fred Fury came out, and we're already getting some extra stuff from it. Now, granted, something similar happened with, you know, The Marvelous Missing Link, where we had, uh, what was it, Phantom, I think, was around that era, as well as the Missing Link outtakes. But that all came out in the span of, like, a year. So it was all that same era, really. Fearless Fred Fury was not a great era to me. I, I honestly just, out of... Everything that's been new that I've been able to experience, this is, that's just an era that I just don't care for. Are there good songs on it? Yes, in my opinion. But it is the weakest of the new deck. And some of the tracks we already know were probably the ones that were on um, Forgotten Freshness Volume 6. Shout out to listener Devin, who was, was kind enough to send that my way. Um... I wouldn't be surprised if stuff from uh, Brother and Gloomy Sunday are on there. I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, tracks that were on the uh, Steve Meets Abu uh, single get put on there. Which, to be honest, I'm okay with people having access to those songs. I am okay with people having first access to stuff. I don't like full exclusivity to where only you have these. Music should be for everybody. So if they put the songs on there, hey, fuck it. Good for them. I have the original CD that there was only 200 of, and it's signed. But this is just a weird, a, a weird, I don't think that really anybody asked for this. But we'll see. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are going to be hyped for it. I'll be more hype if it's tracks that didn't actually get released. If it's stuff that they made and left off of those two records, great. But I don't want more than half the tracks to be stuff that I already had. Just saying. Over on M&E's side, Twisted got busy on their uh, on Magic Ninja's store. And uh, hmm, I have thoughts. Which I always do. Born Twisted, which was the first DVD release that Twisted had 
way back, I think in 2001, maybe? That sounds about right. It's, uh, it's getting re-released. They posted pictures of it a couple days ago and say, is it ready for a re-release? If you zoom in, it's already got the Magic Ninja symbol like right down at the bottom. Now, I have a copy of Born Twist that I have the original DVD, so I'm not really trying to actively go and get it. But this is cool for people who missed out on it. It is expensive if you try and find uh, copies of it online, especially if they're sealed. So this is really cool that they're they're putting this out there. I don't know if they actually got the rights to it from Psychopathic or if they're just booty putting it up there. Who knows? DVD on its own, 15 bucks. DVD plus two mystery DVDs. That's the interesting thing. For $25. Now, I'm curious what those mystery DVDs are going to be. I'm sure it's just stuff that's sitting around uh, the warehouse that they couldn't put in other stuff. But I have seen uh, in, in recent weeks, they had, a, they had a promotion where, you know, you buy a CD, you get a free random CD with it. You buy a vinyl, you get a free random vinyl with it. Uh, one of our listeners, uh, our good friend, the homie Jiggles, showed me uh, these singles and a DVD that he got. And holy fuck, he got some, like, rare shit. Like, I'm kind of mad that I didn't buy any CDs to, you know, to where I could have gotten some of the stuff. So I have a feeling that the DVDs are probably going to be stuff like uh, the Twisted and the Wickedness uh, DVD, maybe one of the New Year's Evil ones that they've put out. Um, So I'm not sure. But hey, you get two, you get three DVDs for twenty five bucks, which is okay. I think they got to start going to Blu rays though. And then, the bane of my existence is the DVD with a little. Uh, I think they're called Knuckleheads figures. What bothers me is uh, it's the DVD and the figure for thirty dollars. There are two different figures. And no, you cannot get a bundle with both figures, which means you have to spend $60 to get two DVDs and two different figures. One of Madrox, one of Monoxide. This is fucking annoying. And I've already got the first uh, couple of the, the, the little knuckleheads. I have the Boondocks one. I have the one that was in the Freak Show Lunchbox bundle. And uh, I guess I'm not getting these. It's it's really fucking frustrating. Um, so basically the only way that I'm ever going to get any of them is if I ordered one of them and asked somebody else to order one and me pay them the extra cost or whatever to get, you know, the other toy. But I don't need them. Your boy just sold a Funko fucking last night for almost $200. Thanks, Rarity. Not Rarity the character. Rarity isn't hard to find. Fuck it, we're moving on. <laughs> and my last little note as far as what Emily's got. Last year, around this time, Mad Season came out. It was a complete, like, holy shit, we get a new album. We were hype. So one year later, releasing in May, mind you, we had a Mad Season bundle. The Mad Season bundle contains, bear with me, 
a Mad Season Collector's Lunchbox. Yeah, we're starting there already. So similar to that Freak Show box. A fully sublimated hockey jersey. A fully sublimated t-shirt. A Mad Season Collector's Coin. Mad Season Deluxe Edition CD with brand new, never-released tracks. And two Mad Season Collector's Cards. There's only going to be a thousand of these. Now, mind you, the Freak Show boxes, also there were only a thousand of them. They were selling those at $80. Um, now, granted, there was kind of less uh, stuff in there as far as value of items. So this is a bit of a, a step up for $20 more. Um, but they still have those in stock. They are not going anywhere. The box not only contains these products totaling about a retail value of $200 plus, but also is part of a new Magic Ninja Entertainment Store giveaway. This sounding familiar? 100 random boxes will receive a redemption card for an additional rare prize. There is a 1 in 10 chance that your box will receive a redemption card for an extra prize. Prizes include, but are not limited to, crew jerseys, crew charms, prototype items, all access passes, and more. The grand prize winner will receive an all expenses paid, paid and they totally fucking wrote this wrong. I'm reading this directly from the site, by the way. Grand prize winner will receive an all expenses paid trip and Astronomicon celebrity experience. This includes an all expenses paid trip to Astronomicon 2021 or 2022, your choice, airfare, hotel, and to be treated like a celebrity for the weekend. Hang out in the green room, go anywhere backstage, front row access to panels, free food, access to all parties and events, live like a celebrity at Astronomicon. On paper, it's pretty damn good. This is pretty much a similar version of the Twisted 10K box that they did a couple years back, which I participated in. Did not win $10,000. Did not get a 1 in 10 redemption card for anything special cool. So, something similar to that. And this is the issue that I have with it. First off, am I going to buy it? Yes. We know that I'm going to buy it. It's got fucking music in it. That You guys should know this by now. If it's got a CD, I have to get it. Because my freaking need of collecting cannot be satisfied if I don't freaking have it. But this is annoying because the CD is pretty much the main thing in there that I want. I do appreciate the fact that everything in there is new. I was concerned that seeing a sublimated shirt uh, listed on there there was one as a pre-order item for Mad Season, which I got it, um, but they did confirm on uh, their Instagram because somebody did ask if this was any of the pre-order stuff. They said, no, it's all new merchandise. So if I don't like the shirt and or the jersey, I'll sell it. You need a large, hit me up. Collector's Coins, I don't really care. The only ones that I'm concerned about right now are the Ultra Live ones from Psychopathic, and that's only because they hold weight to them. Not really as concerned about these ones. They look cool, but that's about it. I, I don't care. I never cared for the, the collector's coins that uh, Tech 9 put in, you know, his deluxe albums. So, 
this is just whatever to me overall for a hundred dollars you're getting a lot of stuff let's let's be honest the problem that i have is that it really shows how much they mark up the sublimated jerseys and i'll explain why they've been doing these sublimated jerseys for a while now um if i remember correctly the company that they get the sublimated stuff from, they were informed of by another uh, name in the underground. And that's why we get so many sublimated shirts, why we get so many sublimated jerseys, uh, hoodies. It's fine. They look cool. Like, I have a lot of the... I love how the shirts feel. The hoodies I wish were warmer because they don't really have a lining to them, so they're only really good for, you know early fall or, or, you know, spring, something like that. The issue that I have is they are not expensive to make. I can tell because they were doing a pre-order for Gibby sites and for, I think it was 105 or 110 bucks, you got the CD with a sublimated jersey. And I wanted that jersey fucking, it looked sick. Because it was like synthwave style, and I'm all about that shit right now. I wanted it. Album drops. You can buy the jersey on its own for $100. So a jersey, a sublimated jersey for 100 bucks, And you're telling me that you're going to put a sublimated jersey in this lunchbox along with five other things, and that's $100. These sublimated jerseys are probably like 20 bucks. Like, not even kidding. 20, 30 bucks max. So they are getting upcharged like shit. And it's it's very frustrating. Like it shows that these have like no value to me. But hey, juggalos collect stuff. That's that's just how this is at this point. I've unfortunately accepted that fact. And I understand. It's a business. I get it. I don't have to be happy with it, though. And who am I kidding? I'm going to buy it. I know I am. I was talking to to, to Robbie about it. And, um, you know, he had basically the same idea as me. Like, we don't like the fact that this is the only way to get this CD. The Freak Show lunchbox was the only way to get the Disturbed and, and Unheard CD, which lied to me as far as I'm concerned stuff that was supposed to have been done you know back during the freak show era no there's no way you, you you're no it didn't this granted we're getting you know extra songs on there but I, I will point out mad season was 49 minutes and 26 seconds I know I looked it up that is nearly a half hour of spare time that you have left on that CD you better utilize a lot of it I mean it. If that does not come in at at least an hour five, when we get that, like a good four tracks more, I'm gonna be salty. Just, just saying. Twisted. I love you guys. Know that I supported you guys for fucking years, but this is just something that. <laughs> and Shmeev, that'll be the version we cover. The original one's only like 13 songs, so it's not going to be that much. 
Maybe it'll be. 17. It's pretty much everything that I want to go over. But I'm going to go over one more little topic. I'm going to preface it with a story. Very recently. I'm talking a week ago. I was browsing on the dark web and came across this site called Fago Lovers. And I noticed a post that uh, was promoting a podcast. It wasn't our podcast. No. Why not talk about Juggalo Judgment? No, it was this, uh, this podcast uh, by these two guys. Uh, who were uh, making something called ICP, ICUP with We. And the basic premise of it is uh, these two fine gentlemen, uh, about the similar ages of, of Shmeev and I, who um, one was a, a juggalo in the past, kind of fell out, and the other one hadn't really listened to it at all. And what they decided to do was they were going to review ICP's albums from the beginning to now. Just go straight through. Basically everything that was accessible on uh, streaming sites and whatnot. So they started from the beginning. Beginning. Like I think the first thing they did was Basement Cuts. And uh, they've done, I think it said like 40-something episodes. And uh, they recently did the, uh, the Missing Link albums. So... They've been doing this since last year. And there's me on Fago Lovers thinking, man, Fago Lovers, despite being fairly cool most of the time, they talk about the Dim Carnival before. They talk about these fine gentlemen. But they've never talked about Juggalo Judgment. Now, I don't know if they were sent this podcast by the people who created it or what, and, you know, they decided to do the write-up, but me, very late in the evening, decided, you know what, I'm going to comment on this post. I'm going to be that person, and I'm going to say, hey, you can also check out Juggalo Judgment. Those guys have a new episode coming out tomorrow, and they cover pretty much everybody on Psychopathic. Now, was this a dick move? Yes. And I freely admit that. Now, actually, funny enough, uh, a couple days later, somebody else posted under my comment saying that, uh, hey, check out Dim Carnival, because they also do it too, and they've been doing it a while too. A couple days ago, we received a email from the guys from ICUP with Wave. And they gave us props. And I was hype about it. I really was. And um, they said, uh, it's, it's actually funny because, you know, these guys have a lot in common with us. Um, you know, Actually, the one guy used to live in our area for uh, for quite a while, which I thought was just funny coincidence. Um, and so we got to you know emailing back and forth, and um, 
we've we've been showing love on on Twitter. So I want to point out because I don't know if it if it was actually stated on there, but um, you guys um, you guys are doing great. I've checked out some of your episodes so far, and I continue. I am going to continue listening because they have great. Uh, they have they have great chemistry with each other, fantastic commentary. So please go ahead and check them out. ICUP with we. Um, so you can find them pretty much on the same channels that you can find us. So they're on uh, Spotify. That's what I was checking them out on. Um, but yeah, they're really cool dudes. I can tell that we have a blossoming bromance going on. And I would love to to work with them in the future. If there was ever an opportunity for for you know us to pop over there or vice versa or whatever, or one of them wants to come on a mic check and, and shoot the shit, I'm down with it. But I do want to make it known that my comment was not to to slight or take any um, anything away from them, like to to take the uh, the the take eyes off of them. Because it just, I thought it was funny that, you know, Dim Carnival started and we didn't even like think about it. And then a year later we did. And then a year later these guys did. And I think in, even in between then, you know, we had like amazing Jekyll Buddies pop up as well. It seems like every year um, we have new discography type podcasts pop up. And I love that. I really do. Because that just means that we get more perspectives on it and i'm all for that i really am as long as they acknowledge that Box is not the best icp album then what else could go wrong so go ahead and check those guys out they seem really really cool um they do have social media that i think is is being a little bit more uh active right now ever since the uh the vagal lovers write up go ahead and check them out they're cool dudes and they started off with really good audio compared to us who it took us like, you know, how many episodes thanks to uh, thanks to the, the pandemic and, and doing this remotely. With that, I think that that is everything that I want to go over on this fine episode of Mike Check. Again, I apologize for not having an episode uh, two weeks ago, and I will try to make sure that I can continue this even though i'm not sure if i'm gonna have any episodes in april or not just because we've got so much fun shit planned for y'all you don't even know you don't even know you have no idea what's going on you're gonna wake up one day and be like all right there's this new episode of juggalo judgment i can't wait to listen to it about like 30 times which i should also point out we had a fucking massive uptick of listens uh this month um i don't know how we had that many like we've had more in this month than we had almost in the first two months of the year. Like this month alone. And I don't know how that happened. I don't know why. But thank you. Um, if you're a new listener who, who decided to just jump on for whatever reason, thank you for, you know, giving us a shot. And we hope that you continue to listen and, and you know, spread this around. Um, so, yeah. Like I remember seeing that. I just happened to double check on Podbean and, and I was floored that day. I could not believe it. And it was, it got me through the day. So fucking hard. So, <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end this. 
uh, right about now with one uh, one little one little final thing. Actually, I'm gonna double check the uh, the chat that I have on this lovely Twitch stream because I said that if anybody had questions, I would answer them. And um, so I'm looking, I'm scrolling down here, uh, and I have uh, I have some some questions about hearing the new ROC track. I don't even think that the new ROC track came out yet. I think it's it's in the beginning of April, but I could be wrong. Um, and uh, also, no, we never forgot review. I pointed out that I did not listen to it yet because it's not a it's not a it's not it's not a priority right now. It's not. I still have to do my listens for the next episode of, of JJ that we have to record. It was supposed to be recorded uh, t- tomorrow slash now whenever this is going out, but um, I have other stuff going on, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, that, that just couldn't happen. So, I think that that's about where I want to go, um, but I'm going to end this by asking uh, my, my co-host who is currently watching the stream if he can send me that audio um, that I don't think is posted in the, uh, <laughs> in, the uh, in our drive. <laughs> and uh, if, if possible, also add a, uh, a listener discretion is advised uh, in that same voice, please. So, <laughs> you'll know. You'll know. That's all I have. Thanks again. Please feel free to hit us up on any of our social medias, Juggalo Judgment on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, send an email, uh, juggalojudgment at gmail.com. And you can hit me up on my personal ones. Uh, Twitter is at Mike Spawn, the S-E-J. And um, my Instagram is at Juggalo. And for future reference, again, I am streaming. I've streamed this episode of Mic Check for people to check out early if they really, really wanted to. And um, I'm also occasionally streaming video games. I don't know what the hell. Um, I don't have an actual like set schedule for that. It's typically like late at night, but it really all depends on if I'm in the mood for it. Like it's 11 o'clock right now as I'm finishing this, and I don't know if I'm going to play video games. I probably won't because I got to wake up early tomorrow. But you know what? <laughs> I don't know. Just keep an eye on the socials. But you can follow my Twitch at twitch.tv slash X, the original, S-E-J-X. I might change that in the future. I don't know. I haven't figured things out yet. But you know what? We'll get there when we get there. Again, hit us up. Thank you so much for the support, as always. We really appreciate it. So stay safe. Take care. Much love to y'all. Peace out.